What's up, everybody? You're listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, my brothers? I wanted to take a moment to remind you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform of choice, if you haven't already, and be sure to leave a five-star review if you enjoy this content. It helps more than you realize. So... This week is a real treat. It's a super long episode, though, so it may take you a, a day or two to get through it, but it's, it, it's so awesome. There's so much knowledge here that it's well worth the listen. We had our first ever super group call, and we had the founder of the 3% Man Group, Chris, uh, group admin, Luke Aylward, some relationship pickup life coaches, Benny, Sam, and Robert on the call, as well as other previous Come On Man guests like Sean Griffin and Jose Sphere. Uh, not to mention a bunch of other guys from the group. I thought it was going to be an epic shit show because of the sheer number of guys on the call, but I think it turned out well. Uh, Benny's fiance even dropped in on the throng for a bit too. Um, and I'll bring all of that to you, uh, all the goodness, uh, right after this word from this week's sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. Is this going to go like on a podcast or something like that? Or You goddamn right it is. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. This, I was talking to, I talked to Luke. Luke joined us. Hey, hey, Luke from Bristol. Hello. All right. This, this is Luke's fourth time on the podcast now. He's like... <laughs> The regular. One more time, and you're gonna you're gonna be in the five timers club. You ever oh, see yeah. that from Saturday Night Live? The one, two, three, four, five. You were great. No, you were great. Um, <laughs> I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. <laughs> so I I was telling Luke that I fully anticipate this to be a complete shit show. There's gonna be so many people. Try to talk at once that uh, I don't know how we're even going to really organize this. How many but, are we right now? 
Uh, let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got eight people so far. There was 24 people that responded on the page saying they were going to go. So who knows? Uh, my, my friend actually said he was going to join the thing, but then he tells me, oh, no, I'm not going to join him, and I got, I got schoolwork to do. So I'm like, why'd you yeah. put your what what a flake hey we're three percent man we set definite dates that's bullshit yeah that's 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 what i was looking for man i was like i don't want these guys to think i'm late man i was rushing at walmart i was like let's go (laughs) yo i feel you too holio i feel the same thing i'm like i gotta do this quick 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 i gotta do my laundry i gotta take i feel my dog and then i'm gonna like stay here as soon as i can yeah (laughs) you all here though the hardest part about these types of things is the time difference Right. Speaking of which, we've got Jose Sphere joining. Hold on. Oh, we got the man himself, Chris. All right. We got, yeah, Jose's joining us from Chile. Nice, man. Hey, man. Happy Independence Day, bro. Hey, guys. And then we got Chris, the guy who started this all. What's up, Chris? Oh, there what's going on, guys? What's going on? What's happening? Hey, Chris. Hello, hello. So I was, I was just saying how this is going to be a complete shit show, Chris, because there's <laughs> right. There's is it so going to people. be a show or a shit show? Hey, yes. Where is, where is Chris from? I am from uh, the United States, from Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. Is anybody is is anyone here uh, from outside of the states besides me? I used to uh, I grew up I, I grew up in Guatemala, man, but I was born here. I but you, you, don't, you don't speak Spanish. Yeah, I do speak Spanish. I speak Spanish as well. I used to live in Spanish. Like to me though, like um I've been to Mexico like twice because you know my families are from there. So I've grew up there too. Oh wow. But you're American. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, okay. Entonces aquí nadie habla español. No, I do. So, Jose, Paul, Paul, I'm sorry. I think I think we should we should rename the group as a tres por ciento. At least this call for anyway. Jeez. Right, right. Yeah. I, I was I was gonna say, Jose, that uh, Luke, uh, he's he's from England right now. He's dialed in from England. Oh, you're British. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God save the queen. That's the one. <laughs> she ain't a human day. being. All day, every day. <laughs> well, amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm, I'm from Chile, though. That's right. Yeah, if you guys, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, Jose actually joined me on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, definitely check that out when it drops. I'll post I'll post it to the page when it when it's available. Oh, shit. We got... I can't pronounce his last name. Benny Lichtenwalner. <laughs> so Benny, if you guys don't know, he he posts a lot of video comments. Oh. And Benny Benny is actually oh, yeah. Benny's actually a, a, a relationship coach. Hey Benny, nice. I What's remember up, Benny? you. You posted. Hey. You have posted in some of my posts when I you posted your your video replies on my posts. I remember you. I think I, I'm following you in on Instagram. You practice BJJ, right? Yes. 
Yes. Amazing. Amazing. I'm a bluebell. Oh, you are? But, okay. Train it. But uh, since Corona, I can't train. What, what's I'm, stuck, I'm stuck here in my, in my place all day. Someone's got some background noise going. Looks like it's Robert, I think. Is it Robert? No. Oh, no. I muted Robert. So, yeah, it was definitely Robert. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hear you. I was asking uh, the, uh, the BJJ dude. I'm sorry, I, I missed your name, man. Uh, what okay. school do you train at? Huh? What school do you train at? I'm 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 from Chile. Oh, so from Chile. Here my, yes. Um, my team is called Gigo Jiu Jitsu. It's from Brazil. Uh, but uh -oh. it's affiliated. It's affiliated from uh, in the states with Lloyd Irving. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lloyd Irving. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been in Black Belt, dude? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, how long have you been? Um, what's it called? BJJ, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just speak Spanish, please. Do it in Spanish. Habla español. Habla español. Sí, poquito, poquito. No speak, no speak in English. No speak in English. <laughs> okay. ¿Cuándo están mis años? ¿Cena la clases? La paleta tu. Okay, it's a little hard for you. Okay, I understand. Um, <laughs> I'm been training <laughs> since 2016. Ah. Uh, if if. It's like three years, three and a half, because well, right now, because of Corona, you know, I can't train. I'm missing it every day, but I can't even get a haircut because here the city is quarantined. Mm. Mm. Until... Hey, what part of Brazil are you from, though? Sorry? What part of Brazil? Me? I'm from Chile. Chile. Oh, oh. Part. No, America. he's... Arica, my city is in the border with Peru. Awesome. Okay, okay. I got a friend from Peru. Okay. Um, here, here in my city, since is, is the border, yeah, uh, is the next city, the next Peruvian city is Tacna. So Tacna is like our Tijuana. Wow, I would love to. You, you can go gamble, uh, going nice. for prostitutes, uh, <laughs> party. Uh, I'm serious. I'm serious. Uh, you you go? I, I seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so like the Las Vegas, everything. and it's, and it's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheaper than here. Las Vegas will upgrade. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, what, what what's cheap, Jose? Is it the the hookers, or I mean, because that's something where you I think you want quality uh, over expense. Uh, well, I I I well, I've been there in Tacna. This is the border city, but I never have gotten uh, prostitutes there. Uh, it's scary. It's just not shit. It's seriously, but I've been I've been offered, and friends some that have been there, um, they say it's cheap, which is like ten dollars. I feel like ten dollars will get you. Uh, $10. Get you a nice disease. You can get a nice disease for ten bucks. Oh my god! dollars <laughs> for you might be sixty dollars. That's crazy. So um, th the guy who, who this idea came up from a, a guy on the page named Shaquille. He's okay. like, oh, we should all do this, this giant group call. And he hasn't even called in yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you should you should text him he was <laughs> hey, hey what's going on oh, i'm sorry i, I, I can make I, it I, hey i'm don't worry <laughs> let's make another time when are you free to get together i know <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna have to do the takeaway with shaquille jesus christ so i asked hey. uh, i asked a few people hey. oh what who's talking shaquille. say that again hey. i said shaquille's fired yeah <laughs> definitely Damn it, Sean. Why, Why are you always calling in from your truck, man? I can never hear you when you're calling from your truck. Hey, Watch the road. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm in my car. I quit trucking, dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You did say you were going to do that. It's an upgrade. All right. Good shit. <laughs> so, I'm going to right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop somewhere for about half an hour. So yeah. that way I can get, get in on it, man. All right. Sounds good. Please. So uh, is, is, isn't that dangerous, you know, being like zooming in like while driving? Zooming while you're zooming? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, just to Please. sort of kind of get onto some kind of track here, uh, asked a few people uh, to post under comments, like what kind of topics to talk about. Um, I had a couple of people say that they wanted to talk about uh, purpose and finding your purpose. Should we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. Let's jump yeah. in. Okay. Um, I think, I, Jose, I, I, you wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jose, you, you brought that up, right? You wanted to talk about purpose a little bit? Uh, yes, yes. Since most dating, dating guys, you know, they tell you, oh, you do this, do that, you know, in order to attract them. But uh, experience has taught me that purpose attracts even more women so to your life so that's why i would like i would love to to hear from your insights you know you know what the logic behind that i noticed it's like they see they can woman they can they can see that that thrive we don't see it but woman they can see the evolution the thrive that okay this guy is this guy is doing this he's doing that but he's better himself like he's going somewhere, that woman is able to see that path. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they, oh, right. it's on his purpose. He, he's gonna do something. He's gonna make something. It doesn't matter where it is, but he's he's about to do something instead of mm -hmm. a guy that doesn't do anything. You know, he just complain about women. Right. Like, women, women tend I'm to. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Uh, there's Shaquille. Yeah, Shaquille joined. Oh, there he is. What's up, man? <laughs> You're late. Welcome. <laughs> Come on, man. This guy. Come, Come on, on, man. man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, should, we should invite the coach here. In oh, dude. Oh, one of these days, I will love that. Oh. I will love that. That'd be great. Just have him all just right, come man, on and school us all. Over. I'm ready. Is anyone ready? So, uh, talking about purpose, right? Because, like, to me, yes. um, I do have purpose in some ways. Like, I had the same purpose as my dad. And whenever like a neighbor needs help, like with fixing or renovating stuff, I love to do this every day, right? All right. But when we finish, I have nothing to do but I just read books. Um, that's good. To... That's good, man. Yeah, that's just yeah. self improvement <laughs> is definitely a purpose. Yeah. That's not... yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but like um, to me, like I like I I read, and then like sometimes I get to this like weird slump. That I read a lot, and then I don't know what to do in my life sometimes. You like, need to take action. Is what you need to do. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. You, you got to look at yourself. You got to see what I need to do. Don't worry. You have to read the book 10 to 15 times. <laughs> I think we should do that, Paul. I think we should go around the room and just kind of like maybe introduce ourselves a little bit to everyone that's kind of joining. Tell us, I guess, like how many times you've read the book and like what you're, this is what I was thinking of like before the call. And then like, I guess maybe uh, everyone can say like one thing that they're trying to focus on and do right now in their life. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of like. I, I love know. it, Sam. Why don't you start? Cool. So uh, my name is Sam. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my comment that I posted in the uh, Zoom call thing. Um, just like uh, Benny, I used to be a dating coach as well back when I was like 23. I know it's it's fucking crazy to think that. Um, I got into and you are? stuff. What's up? And you? How, how old are you right now? I'm 25. So it's been about two, three years since I started this whole thing. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So like... I got into it for, I'm sure you guys have heard of Varsity before, you know, real, so, what is it, real social dynamics and stuff like that. Um, I've met actually Tyler out in Miami, like gaming and stuff. And I've met RSD Mays, super, super cool people. But um, I just want to kind of just introduce myself again. You know, I just been doing this for a couple of years now and uh, I got a lot of success doing it. And I was helping out a lot of my friends and like kind of close, you know, like acquaintances and stuff, like helping them with game a lot along the way. And um Basically, what I'm working on now, I mean, I'm in a long-term relationship. I've been seeing uh, my girlfriend for about a year and a half now. And uh, the book, awesome, bro. if I never read 3% Man, I would not be with her to this day. So that's why awesome, I love man. this shit. I love yeah. this group. And I love just like what you guys are always like, just kind of bringing to the table. It's like a big like brotherhood kind of group. It's always like really encouraging. I fucking love it, awesome, man. man. I like that, dude. Do you awesome, have, so yeah, you so you, what I'm working on right now in my life is just really kind of like figuring out my purpose, kind of self-identifying. Like I found this, um, this pyramid thing. I don't know what it's called. Let me see. It's called the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And basically mm -hmm. oh. it's like, I'm sure maybe some of you have heard of it. I just found yes. it today and it's, it's really cool. Um, so basically it's like, it looks like it's some kind of pyramid that, it starts with like your basic needs. So like psychological needs, you need like food, water, warmth, and rest. It says on here, then you need your safety. Yes. Needs, Those are the basic needs. Right. Yeah. And then there's like security and safety. And then from there, it kind of gets like a little more um, in depth. There's like belongingness and love needs, so which is going to be your intimate relationships and friends, which I'm sure some of us fall into that category or in the 3% man group. Um, then there's esteem needs, you know, prestige and a feeling of accomplishment. And then on the top, it's the self-actualization. So which is achieving one's full potential, um, including creative activities. And that's kind of where I'm falling into right now. I'm just trying to figure out like what I resonate with most in life and really like kind of what direction I want to go in from here. But yeah, so that's me. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, Sam, so uh, you, you said you do uh, some coaching and stuff like that. Do you have like your own YouTube channel? Do you have like a website you want to plug? So I used to do, I don't do it anymore. Um, actually, I've been starting to kind of coach like OnlyFans people. I don't know, it's fucking crazy taboo stuff right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, this is turning for the worst. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> oh, golly. What did he say? I missed it. OnlyFans. <laughs> I coach. 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 Okay, but you coach them for what? How to get more sales, dude. How to make more fucking money. I mean, oh, he's okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, he's hustling, though. That's the purpose right there. Got to do it, man. Oh, oh, virtual man. Right or not. <laughs> who, who wants to go next uh, talking about oh. their 3% uh, path, introduce themselves? I'll, I'll go. Go. Please. So, so I'm Martin, and uh, what's yeah. uh, I read the book, like, just literally like, like an hour ago. I just finished my, my time of reading the book, right? And I'll say right now, like, 
um, I found a book literally from a now deleted uh, YouTube comment. And I was like, I don't want to read another PUA book. So I just like say screw it because I got a really high aged person who like did me right. So I'm like, screw it. I was just fine. And I couldn't find the, you know, the video because it was later already. But I remember, I remember the guy was Corey Wayne or Wayne. So I look up how to get rid of neediness and that's where I found him. And literally like two weeks later, I, I, I purchased this book though. And I'll say right now, dude, like I feel super confident why I am, dude. And Ew. yeah, like I, I feel super confident and I just car approach more and more and more. And I've been, what's it called? I haven't been dating since the COVID, but I've been, what's it called? Honing my skills. Yeah. It's all more social. Yeah. That's awesome. But awesome. the thing is, one thing I'm, I'm trying to like Chatting. learn and improve to is like take action and to like improve my, uh, what's it called? Purpose though, because my purpose right now, like I'm just right now, like, I don't know what to do right now because I just want to take action, but I don't know where to start. Cause you know, um, that's one thing that I'm trying to learn where to start. Yeah. I think for, for me, for me, what helps is I write my goals and I, and I keep them in my wallet. So every, every other time I just look at it, like every day I look at it, you know what yes. I mean? Same thing, like, um, I don't know if you can see my my mirror, though, but I have, like, yeah. this sticky oh, notes. Oh, yeah, man. That's a good idea. Amazing. That's awesome. Like, like the, mid, the middle part is, like, what should I achieve to my goals and stuff? And then the very bottom, as you see, the very bottom and the orange um, <laughs> uh, sticker stuff, I put the 3% man approach. Awesome. And then, I don't know if you can see it, though, but behind my door, uh, I have, like, what kind of, what type of person I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. I kind of hit because, look, it's kind of embarrassing, like, with my brother or, like, someone, like, comes to my room and just, like, sees. Don't worry about that, man. <laughs> hey, man, you're, you're on your purpose. You're figuring yourself yeah. out, bro. You know what I'm hey, saying? You can't hey, hey, about that. Here's an idea. You should write it down and upload it so we can arrange it and see what can we think it goes first, you know? That's yeah, that's actually a good idea. But I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I just want to say this. Yeah, sorry. I, I just want to say this right now. I'm kind of, like, nervous because i never really talked to a whole group chat before so i'm um, honestly you're yeah. great man it's okay man take a deep breath you're, you're in good arms we are literally all working on it you know? yes <laughs> you, you you will always be nervous always always bad you have to <laughs> just go do it that, that's that's it mm -hmm. dr dr glover in uh dating essentials for men says that uh thinking causes anxiety but action cures it so you right. just getting on here and doing something and talking, yep. that's what helps you get over anxiety for sure. Hell yeah. Thank you guys. And I'm going to say right now, like what Sam says here, the script chat dude is amazing, dude. Like, I love you guys, dude. And I hope for the best for you guys, dude. And I hope we all improve, you know? Hey, man, you're in a good spot, yeah. brother. You're on the Zoom call. Very few people are here, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? You're carrying a very positive vibe with you, man. So, you know what? That means you're on the right direction. You know? mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, who wants to go next? This is Robert. I'll go because I'm about to get back into a loud area again, if you, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so, sorry, my third uh, read of the book yesterday, so I'm still kind of new at it. Um, I also, uh, I'm older now, I'm almost 50, but back in my 30s, I was also a dating coach back when PUA was a, a big thing. Oh, um, yeah. And then I actually went through a program that Dr. Phil put together before he got famous. It's like a life skills program and they made me a coach and it's like an in-person program. So I've been teaching that for 12 years um, and it actually helps you find your mission and purpose in life. Um, it, it's like three courses that starts. The first one is um, we help you clean up your past and kind of dig into anything that happened during your childhood. 
that might be impacting you, you know, currently. And then we give you a whole bunch of tools for your present so you don't create another past for yourself. And then we go through a whole future class where we help people with their goals and then ultimately help you determine your mission. And so my mission is to help men and women with low self-esteem become the confident individuals they dream of being. And so That's I, awesome. I, I don't charge. I volunteer. Um, I volunteer at the program and I volunteer in person. I, I'm probably mentoring six or seven people now, men and women, on just how do they become, you know, who they want to be and career advice and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, do you have I'm a, currently, do you have a website? Sorry, do you have a website? I don't actually, no, cause I just volunteer. I just meet people through my network. Um, mm. uh, I, I do have a Facebook site. I'm just going to launch a book. I've been writing for a long time, but I don't actively use it yet. Very so cool. anyway, cool. um, uh, I'm married, so I'm not actually actively dating, but, uh, um, trying to improve the relationship. I, we actually been struggling. So I went out and found a bunch of, um, you know, husband helper kind of websites and, and resources. That's how I found um, No More Mr. Nice Guy. And then after reading that, I found 3% Mail. So I'm kind nice. of new to the 3%, uh, you know, formal, but I've been kind of doing this lifestyle for a while, just trying to always get better. Good. Awesome. And I think, is that, is that place called? Have read No, Mr. no More Mr. Nice Guys. I've read it. No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, it's a great <clears> book. I want to read it. I haven't read it yet. It's I read fantastic. It. Do it. Yes, I read the book right now. I, and I, the as well. this, this is just not. That's not just a book that you read and that's it. Uh, just the, it has exercises. You have to do it. You have to apply. So, it. so oh. sometimes I think I need to read uh, how to be a little bit more of a nice guy. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, I'm not the only one in the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> this is not dangerous. Yeah, but we're three percent. We live on the edge. Oh, man. Cool. All right, I'll, go on, I'll go on mute again. Thanks, guys. Sure. Uh, who else wants oh, to go? Man, what we just state, what brought us here? Yeah, go, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. I'll do it. So uh, my name's Sean. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I first read Corey's book the first time back when I had gotten divorced back in the day. Um, he's helped me out with the book. And then it's like I pushed it off to the side, you know. I didn't read it 10 to 15 times. How dare you? Fast, fast forward a few <laughs> years, and uh, I was with a unicorn, bro, and God, she was, she was great in every way, and I fumbled the fucking football. Um, yeah, you and I report, recorded a whole podcast about her and getting over breakups and stuff. That's coming yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, man. So she was a unicorn. And I dropped the football because I ended up being complacent, needy, and like David Goggins said, a straight bitch. Um, <laughs> like, dude, I I've, I've literally literally done everything wrong, and part of it I blame on being over the road trucker. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have a lot of time to right. talk or see each other, so I wanted to make the best of it when I was in town or on a video chat with her and obviously I fumbled the ball trying to do that shit a little bit too much. Um, we broke up on July 4th and dude, when we first broke up, I picked, picked the book back up, man. Haven't reached John, out to her. I'm sorry to interrupt, her. man. What's up? I'm sorry to interrupt. Do, do you think that you were probably in your purpose back then? Like your trucking, was it, was it your calling you were doing or just, just earning a paycheck? Uh, it was, well, it was great money, man, and I thought it was on my purpose, but I don't need to sit behind the steering wheel. So I've, I quit trucking like two weeks ago, and I'm going to go back into law enforcement. 
So good for you, man. We support you, man. You got my go. support, man. There's, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of brother. stuff going on right now. <laughs> hey, Sean, tell oh, them about tell them about this new ten that you're. Oh you know, God, dude! So I was on a dating website, you know, just browsing whatever. I looked at this chick's profile, you know, dude, she's gorgeous. Nice. Ask Paul, dude. Ooh. <laughs> I, I can vouch. She sent me a picture. She's a smoke show for sure. Oh, oh damn. I viewed a profile and then I stepped back because I made the mistake of always writing them first. But I noticed when you communicate with them first, they show low interest. So I just I viewed her profile. Obviously, she could see I viewed it, and I took a step back and she struck up a conversation, and we just got to talking. Obviously, we have 100% of everything in common, and um, yeah, we had our nice, we had a we had a date like a week a week and a half ago. And then we just had our second date last oh, night, as a matter of fact. And, uh, yeah, bro. On your way. Awesome, bro. Hey, hey, hey Sean, like, you, need to tell, you need to tell them you guys hooked up on that first date, too. Oh, yeah, we Ooh. hooked up on the first date, man. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. She, she, didn't always, she didn't blow my socks off, bro. She blew my fucking shoes off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, the date last night, it was kind of a last-minute thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, Obviously, I was with family this and there. She's like, you know what? I want to see you, but I don't want to go out. Let me bring some <laughs> drinks over to your house and let's relax and watch some movies and just cuddle and just enjoy each other's time. And do cuddle. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's cuddle. cuddle is cold word for if you, if, if you do things right, you're going to get some. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, if I, dude, dude, if, if I want to read Corey's book, four times and listen to his audio like eight times, dude, I would have done fumbled the ball already, dude. Like, like I peep in yeah. and then I step back. I peep in and then I step back. And she does, she does, fuck, 100% of the conversations. Awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah. And dude, yeah. I was, I've been so mysterious that it got to the point that where she asked me, who are you, Mr. Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I told, I told her, I'm like, I'm, I, to, I told her, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm James Bond, baby. Uh, <laughs> smooth, bro, smooth. She's like, so you're it. mysterious, huh? I was like, eh, don't call it that. A little don't bit call of that. And, that, and then she, she asked me what I did for work, and I straight up told her ass I was Batman. <laughs> I, I do line, that, too. Like Good line, dude. Yeah. Like, like, seriously, the more you're vague with them, the more... They want more heightens their attraction. Yeah, yeah. I I noticed that um once you start like opening up and they figure out who you are, their attraction are automatically drops. So yeah, they that, they love that, that they love that mystery. They like right. They yeah, like they the do. challenge of figuring you out, and if you just don't give that to them right away, that keeps them invested. Oh yeah, like. She shit tested me a couple times, but I pla I, I passed that shit. We'll find That's good, that. man. You want those shit tests. She's making oh, sure yeah, you're the cool guy that she thought right. that uh, she likes, you know? It's good. Yeah, she uh what was it? She sent me a sexy picture of her and she's like, Well, I'm gonna go out and have ladies and I said, All right, be safe, have fun. Contact me if, if anything goes wrong, have a good time. That's what I told her. I didn't call her, I didn't text her, fuck all that. They it's test tough. you like that. Yep, that's yeah. good, bro. Yep. Yeah, man. Hey, I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear 
Benny's story next. And I got to know what the fuck is up with the unicorn in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? It's Lydia. Amazing. amazing. Yeah, Lydia's my uh, cross-dressing name. Uh, that's the, uh, yeah, for the video cross-dressing shows. Nice. Yeah, so I'm just a, a blue pill connoisseur, just an AFC, just a simp. You know, your average simp. <laughs> I mean, I got some OnlyFans, girl. I love my OnlyFans, girlfriend. Got you, bro. <laughs> No, man. Um, I was married for 10 years and I have uh, four kids. And um, basically, we kind of got married on like that religious standpoint. Yeah. Um, so I actually met her. So listen to this. I actually met her on a, like a Catholic dating site. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right. So my parents <laughs> raised me. They told me, hey, look, all you need is like the same religion. And from there, everything else will just be like butterflies. Right. Right. And uh, I listened to that. And, uh, you know, I hung on there for 10 years and then I was starting to listen to the real social dynamics towards the end. So like, uh, who's the guy that met Tyler? Was it Robert? Or no, who was? Who met? Oh, Sam. Sam. Okay. Yeah. Tyler, I swear to God, man, like I've learned so much from that guy. Like I've never met him. I just watch his videos. Right? He's awesome, dude. He's, he's the I, same way in person as he is in the videos, dude. He's, he's fucking great. Like, okay. that's really cool, man. So, so like my, my, all the shit that I shove up here, it's like probably a third of what that guy says probably a third Corey Wayne and probably like a third David data. Like that's, that's what's going on up here. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, um, so I was married. So then started listening to RSD towards the end. I met this girl that was, you know, best I can tell is like BPD or something. I, uh, we had a year and a half relationship. And uh, so I was starting to like get into these topics, but I still didn't know what the hell I was doing. And she was uh, emotional avoidant. So um, towards the end, like in the beginning, like I was real like, you know, like I didn't know if I wanted to be there or not. And then towards the end, I was like, like trying to bail water out of the sinking ship, you know, doing everything I could. And, and, you know, she cut me loose. And so um, that's when I got into Corey Wayne, the get your ex back stuff. I actually got her back, by the way, guys, like I actually got my ex back for like a month. Something, man. Never the same after the first time, though. But never yeah. the same. You always feel like yeah, it's like nah. uh, it's not it's not as Dude, good as it that's was. The funny it's thing. not as good. It's yeah, and, and and so that that shit sent me catapult. Like I I was catapulted into the dating world after that for about a year and a half. So listen to this. I was living in my so I had to move out from there, right? So I moved out of her place unexpectedly. I had no place else to go but my parents' basement. So I was the guy <laughs> living in his parents' basement, which by the way I owned on every single fucking date. I told him. That was the parents' basement. Oh yeah, guy. me too. Oh, I yeah. live, in, I live yeah. in my parents' basement right now. Yeah, dude, oh. you gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta own that shit, right? And uh, <laughs> and so I went out for a year and a half straight, like just religiously, like every single week I had a shit ton of dates, and, mm -hmm. uh, and like all, if I wasn't training jujitsu, like all my time and energy was just like like you know sifting the internet, setting up dates, and going out on dates, and I just error corrected like every single fucking time. Like I I would, you know, I was listening to Corey Wayne, David Data, uh, all the RSD shit. Every single time at the end of the date, I would be like super honest about what went wrong, even if it hurt. And that that's like that's basically how I got okay. to where I was at. So anyway, at the at the year and a half, at the end of the year and a half, um, I was at this point where you got a lot of you guys like everybody on the uh, video. Have you guys like followed my Facebook shit, like how to yeah. be women on Facebook? Yeah, it's genius. <laughs> so I had that set up where right now my only limitation was basically not just not having enough cash to see enough girls. So I, I got the Facebook thing going so well that really at the time that I met my fiance, like, like my fiance to me is a fucking 11. Like she is 
like the shit. Nice. Okay. And I yeah. never would have had, like, I never would have been able to like sit back in my chair and chillax and all this stuff. Like when I met her, we, yeah. our, our first date, she's sitting right next to me, guys. Like our first date was picture perfect. I was like spinning her around and, you know, like it was, it was great. You know, we hooked up at Classics the end of the first day. The whole thing was great. And so, and so for me, I got my 10 as a result of Corey's work mainly. Right. And, and there's the only way that that ever would have been able to happen. was like, I was seeing like almost for about that time, like my abundance levels, like a different girl every day for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys could hear that. She just said like, I fucked another girl, like right before we went out. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Then I met, you know, my dream girl. So that that's how like chillax I was going into the date. So that so that was the culmination. Cool, awesome. So hey guys, um, hold on, hold on one second, Benny. You uh, so you do coaching, too, right? Do you want to plug that real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I put together a video course. It's a twenty-eight day video course. Um, it's called How to Find and Win Your Dream Girl, which is basically it's just like the story I just told. It's just basically how to do the exact same thing. And so we just ran a test group with about. 10, so there's two different Facebook 3% man groups, right? So there's right. Paul's group and then there's uh, the other one. And so- it's Chris's group, got, actually. Huh? It's Chris, our, our group is Chris's group, actually. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I thought it was like both of you guys. Okay, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so Chris's group and then there's Isaac's group. And then um, like there's a, there's a fraction of people from both sides. And so I've got like 10 people running through that group right now. And- um, it, it basically, basically what it's going to be. So it's, so it's a 28 day video course with exercises and all that shit. we got a WhatsApp community. And so I'm going to start running through that, uh, people through that group right now for free. And what I think is going to happen is like, I'm going to tap on like a, like a coaching package to it. But yeah. what I think is going to happen is like the content that I've already created is just going to be free. And that little community is just going to be a place where people that want to like take daily actions, like little bite-sized shit, they just come into that. And then Can you've you got people that? that are going through it with you, basically. Dude, you should charge for that whole thing, man. You shouldn't give away for free. That, that's a lot of value. I do. I do. People have told me, like, so do you guys know Jay from the group, Eastbridge? Mm, yeah. Know Jay? No. No, no. no, but I, I've, I haven't talked to him, but he, uh, he posts a lot. On the, he's a, on the yeah, he's a friend of Elliot Hulse's and he's in the group right now. And he told me that like, he, you know, like he thinks it's worth a, a grand or whatever, but what I'm going to, I want, I want to, to funnel people through it and the people that want to pay to get like the advice factor and all that stuff like yeah. that's, you know, that's probably going to be like the buying point. But I also want, I also want like a free component. So that way we can get people in there taking action, Absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah. So, so, so by the way, guys, like that's like an open arms thing. I'm about to run another group. But if you guys know anybody that would be like a good fit for like taking the daily <laughs> action all that kind of stuff, um, keep me in mind. So, yeah, yeah I'm always in. Volunteers. I'm struggling. So, okay. So, anyways, now that I'm I'm speaking, I want to say to you guys, uh, I I'm really really bad with scheduling. So, I actually am gonna have to to head out in a little, but I can dare still you. listen. This is your idea. <laughs> I know. Okay. So I'm gonna be able right. to still listen though. I'm just not gonna be talking. But, so I want to introduce myself before I have to go. Um, so you guys know me, Shaquille or Shaq. I don't care which one you guys say. Um, and, yeah. and uh, you guys know, like, I post a lot. Uh, I'm basically on the field, and I'm the guy who keeps chasing nines and tens and keeps getting rejected because I only go after the hottest girl that I can find, literally. And if, I, if I'm in a group of 100 girls and I see it, I'm like, okay, there's, like, the two that are, like, they look the meanest. And they're the hottest and I probably have a low chance or there's like 16 other girls that are like pretty hot and I probably have a good chance. 
I'm the guy who would go to the hottest, meanest looking one and go after her. It's um, fine, man. Do it. So far, I've been getting rejected every time, but it's okay. <laughs> but it's okay because I'm not. The number is good, man. But that's because I that's because I changed my my dynamics recently. You know how how, uh, how Coach has in his list uh, has in the book the, to make your list of your ideal woman. I haven't yeah. uh, I haven't been able to nail that down for the life of me. I can't tell you Why not? my type. I can tell you one thing. Um, I'm learning Russian, and so that means that I must have more interest towards Russian women. So I'm not sure. Right. Dude, let me, tell you some, let me tell you something about hot women, bro. The hotter they are, the more messed up they are emotionally, dude. Oh, That's hell what yeah. everybody says. Sometimes. That's what everybody says. Not, not all the time. But, but, but I'm a he- I'm a- right I mean, wait, hey. <laughs> I'm a healer person, though. That's the thing. So I'm good with those kind of damaged people because, uh, like, I know they're not damaged. You know what I'm saying? None of us are. And so the point is, is like, I like working with people to improve, like, and I want to help improve people's lives. So like, I'm okay with there's, if there's like, you know, some give and take in that. And I understand that, like, I'm, I honestly think I'm a pretty forgiving person, which is why I also get triggered and get angry. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm like, why do people do this? Like, I'm like, you know, like I want everybody to be like how I am, but like everybody has their own paradigm and their own way of doing what they do and their own love language and all that stuff. So, yeah, man. um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, I'm just on my journey. I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, focused on primarily career and dating. And so the biggest thing, I think one of the questions that, uh, Paul asked was one of the things that we're transitioning to, or what, what do you say again? One of the, um, one thing we're focusing, focusing on. on. Yeah. Oh yeah. So my focus, um, is primarily I'm, I live in Seattle right now. Um, I know it's not an excuse to be like, Oh, Seattle is a tough dating scene. Um, so I won't say that. It's a huge city of like hipster girls, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm not going to say, I I would say it's not a a, a tough dating scene, but it's not, I'll just say this. It's not my scene. So what I've done is, uh, I've basically planned a whole new life in Arizona. And so what I'm focusing on right now is by December, I want to be moved out. Uh, I had two interviews with the insurance firm. I currently have a digital marketing company, but I'm going to be jumping back into insurance and, uh, running digital marketing on the side. So, Mm, um, primarily, Primarily, I'm just going to do it for extra cash. It's more of a hobby, to be honest. By making a, a couple extra grand a month, awesome. But primarily, my main job is going to be just running a commercial property casualty um, on on uh, larger like buildings, etc., and working with business owners. So um, I'm going to move to Scottsdale, Arizona. That's going to be like Babe Haven and uh, Party City. And uh, I'm 25 right now, so I'll be 26 by the time I'm pretty much out there getting established. So nice, I'm just. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like by then, you know, I'll have a, uh, I'm so cliche. Cause I forgot what's his name. Um, who's in this group that was talking earlier. The guy who was talking about, uh, he was nervous. Who, who are you again? Martin. 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 Oh yeah. Martin, you were talking about your purpose and then you were talking about how, um, you were talking about how you, um, dang it. I'm like totally losing my train of thought. Right? <laughs> Well, anyways, I was relating it to something that you were saying. I was going to say, don't, don't worry about it because I'm in the same position because I was yeah. like trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And then, and, and then, oh yeah, what helps me figure out what I want to do was like, I was going to say to you is like, maybe look at the way that you structure your motivations. Cause to, for me, a huge thing was motivation. I grew up fairly privileged. Like my dad, he's made good money in a lot of business stuff. And I grew up in that kind of environment and kind of in that area. So, mm-hmm. um, 
So a lot of people, they'll always be like, oh, well, you know, you have everything handed to you. And to be honest, it is, it is fairly true. Like it, it, your life is easier, but at the same time, there's one thing that's not easier and it's like choice and motivation. When you have a yeah. lot of abundance, it's harder to figure out what you want to do. It's like, it's like when you have like 5,000 things in front of you, like that you could do and you could do anything. And then you're like, you end up getting analysis paralysis. So that's what yeah. I ended up prioritize. Yeah. 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 But like, I, I hesitant to say too, cause like, um, over the last few, every like, the, the, the story I tell you about, like, whenever, whenever I, I renovate the house for the nearest and stuff like that, I learned that, like, to me, like, I was trying to, like, what's it called? Do stuff like my neighbors do. Like, I see my neighbors, like, do plants. And I'm like, I want to, like, grow plants the same as them. Mm-hmm. Or I see one of them just, like, I don't know, like, uh, face cars and I want to do the same way as them. It's like currently right now, I'm doing, um, I like to, like, fix my PS4 controllers, fix Xbox controllers, and, like, fix ps forced in general just for like a little hobby and stuff yeah and, and see you yeah. you could look at those as like a higher component like you're doing something with your hands like what i noticed in all those things you're saying is you're a sensory type of person so you mm-hmm. know you might be better at like a, a engineering job or like a mechanic or like some kind of job like that so that's how but, i was finding out what i wanted to do but back to my last point because i'm gonna have to go in a minute and i really yeah. appreciate it um is that what I was doing is I found my motivation was primarily, um, it's more about feeling good. I have a thing about feeling good, looking good, being around people that I feel good with, have conversations with. My life happiness comes from more of the conversations I have and the people I surround myself with. And I think at some level, that's primarily the main thing that gives most of us happiness because we're all here because of a relationship book. But um, mm-hmm. my, what I ended up finding was that in order to connect myself to that, I had to feel adequate in my mind. And what made me notice that I wasn't feeling adequate, I was, I was like, I'm living in my parents' basement, okay. Um, you know, I may have a company, I make money. I, I don't, you know, I make good money per hour, but I don't work many hours. So I don't actually stack a lot. If I had 40 hours of work a week right now, I'd be freaking good on money. But I make, you know, 100 $150 an hour working four hours a week. So, so you know what I'm saying? I'm making a paycheck, but I'm working only three, four hours a week. So like, what I was thinking was, okay, well, I also want to have that sense of purpose. I've been doing nothing. So I was like, okay, I want to really work hard. Like, what is it like to just work like a 60, 70 hour week, just hustle, and grind deals? Well, yeah, but, but if you've been on your ass for three years and you're only 25 and you've never actually really tried it, I might get tired of it. But I'll tell you this. I have been, it's not like I've never done like 40 hour work weeks and a hard work week. I used to work for companies, but I've just realized like, I really enjoy like that 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 you almost don't have a choice you know like you have to grind hard for something and you have to earn something you have to make it through the fire so what i want to do is forge through the fire so long story short i'm basically going out there with the idea that okay if i got my financial situation set i'd feel more adequate if i got my uh you know like my car paid off house paid off whatever i'd be set in terms of i could actually walk away from a job if i decided or whatever and i'd have freedom and I had all this. So these are the things that I decided were more important. And then I said, what are my skill sets to the fastest way I can get that? And that's why I was like, okay, go back into insurance, start selling insurance. So just to, uh, to uh, Martin, um, just want to let you know, like, that's how I figured it out. And my whole thing was based off of building hard assets. Like I'm like, I'm just going to buy two, three houses, have a couple properties, have a couple rentals, stuff like that. And basically stack my commission, reinvest it. 
so I can live off a small amount and reinvest the rest. So, I mean, in terms of, of what I'm focusing on and then how I'm tying it to what he was saying, I just hope that that helps you kind of get an idea of maybe how I'm doing it. And maybe it gives you something that you, you could work on as well, or, or something that you see is a good fit. But um, anyways, I think uh, that's pretty much it. You know, uh, uh, I'm still in the group. I'm going to still listen to you guys right now, but I got a, uh, my family's having food right now and they're, they're invited. They keep calling me. So, <laughs> Hey man, thanks a lot, dude. I mean, that's real like big improvement though. And that's actually a good, like, good. thing about, you know? Yeah. Thanks Shaquille. Yeah. All right. Thanks guys. I'll still be listening. I, uh, just to touch on, just to touch on something that Shaquille was saying, uh, you know, some guys in the group have a hard time thinking of their purpose. And I, I was uh, out walking my dog this morning. <clears throat> I was listening to, uh, James, James Arthur Ray's book, uh, Harmonic Wealth. I don't know if you guys have heard of that or have you heard of James Arthur Ray? He was one of the guys that was in the, the movie, The Secret. And the funny thing about him is that uh, he, I think he was trying to do kind of the Tony Robbins type shit. And he, he ended up having a sweat lodge in uh, Arizona and he killed three fucking people. <laughs> he what? ended up, he ended up going to prison for like, like a few years for it. What? Yeah, and I, I was just like, "What? Like, how's this guy who seems so profound in the the movie The Secret?" Like, hey, just like Osho, man. You know Osho, right? No. Okay, that's the guy that like Elliot Hulse uh, like quotes all the time. He was he was like a '70s like Indian cult leader, and then his right hand chick ended up like poisoning some town. There's actually a, a documentary on Netflix about it called Wild Wild Country or some shit like that. Oh my god! You guys, you guys ever heard this? No. I I, I did actually. I know. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. He's got books out. Like he's like hailed as like a spiritual leader and shit. Yeah. And he pretty much poisoned a whole town. So mm. yeah, th this was a complete accident. So it was like yeah. involuntary manslaughter. He got like three years and he's like rebuilding his thing now. But it, I mean, all that aside, it's not like what he says is wrong, you know, but one of the things he was talking about, and I'm, I'm a big law of attraction guy. I always talk about that on the page, but there's like all these other universal laws that these books talk about, you know, like there's um, the law of cause and effect and the law of polarity and stuff like that. And he was saying you could use the law of polarity to figure out your purpose in life. It, like if you don't know what you want to do, you can sit there and, and list out things you don't want in your life and come up with everything like that you, you don't want. Um, let's say when it comes to dating, you don't want to date a chick that's a smoker. Maybe you don't want to date a a chick that's crazy so if you look at those things and you take the complete opposite of those that basically gives you what you do want right and you can then yep. you and then you you uh you want to focus on more what you do want as opposed to what you don't want and then that should lead you in the right direction yeah 100 percent. yeah Man, i want to i want to touch on that too um because i know paul doesn't like way the superior man but my <laughs> my uh my whole understanding of life purpose comes explicitly out of that book. So I want to tell you guys, I say this shit all the time, but I want to, I want to say it again, here again too. So like the idea with finding your purpose, at least according to David data, and this is the, sh the only shit that's worked for me personally um, is like this approach, which is basically what he says is um, you carve out 30 minutes a day. Well, actually first step one is like get centered, right? So camping trip, fishing trip, um, whatever it takes for you to get centered meditation, like whatever it takes. So like you're feeling into your body, like you're still, you're just chill. I feel like Jose has this vibe, a good, this vibe going on pretty well. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so like you get to that space, right? 
And then from that space, you carve out 30 minutes a day. And then what he says is you give, you give your deepest gift to the world. So obviously at first, especially if you're younger, you have no clue what the fuck that is, right? So you take a guess and you just, you take the 30 minutes and you do that. So you're, but he's saying you're giving without any expectation, expectation for receipt. So like, so, so that's like, like indifferent of your, of the income that you're going to make from it, like indifferent of like legacy, right? Because if you think about it, do you know your, do you know anybody older than your great grandfather? Probably not. Like you're going to, you're going to be forgotten about in a few generations, right? So like, and then moreover than that, even if you were to make history or some shit, that we know that the suns have a lifespan, right? Which means our planet has a lifespan. Like our whole fucking existence is going to be nothing, right? So whatever you can create will be destroyed. So the point is, what can you give with, with zero expect, like no appreciation, like no return whatsoever? That sounds like so, a So whatever that is, is like, is probably what you'll continue to do no matter what. And then that will snowball over time, right? That, those are my own words. But the point, the point is, you get centered and you give your deepest gift to the world. But he also says you'll never know it in your mind. So he said he likens the mind to basically femininity. He says that your mind's always changing. It's, it's influenced by outside factors, right? So you go to the grocery store, you see like a fucking uh, Kansas City Chiefs hat on sale or some shit. And all of a sudden you're going to go home and like turn on a football game. So your mind's always influenced. So, so the only way to really um, get a sense of what your life purpose is, is to get centered and then you're really, it's almost like feeling more than thinking. And then you're just putting this out there. You're just like reaching in and like putting it out. And so it's going to be dynamic over time because this shit's going to change. But he, he says that uh, you'll never like know it in your mind. So if you sit down and write down like, oh, my life purpose is like, uh, I'm, I'm going to be a fireman or some shit. And you write this big like business plan up. Well, shit, man, like, like over time, that's going to be irrelevant and stuff like that. And your, your mind is going to change and all this kind of stuff. So he says, you can never really know in your mind. It's just more of that like centered giving. And that's, that's as close to an articulation of it that I can say, but it, at least it rings true in my personal life. Can I, uh, can I add on to that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> with, uh, with quarantine and stuff, everything going on, obviously I'm sure we've had a lot of time to contemplate. Um, our lives a little bit and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm noticing this with a lot of my friend group. People who turn 25, they kind of have like their quarter life existential crisis. And I've been going through it most of this year, man, just really kind of like discovering who I am as a person. And really what I've noticed today was like, I'm trying to figure out what I can and can't do based on who I am as a person and not what my parents ever, you know, kind of told me growing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in quarantine, I found this really cool exercise. It's called the Ikigai. Um, have you guys ever heard of it before? No. no? I've heard of it. It's like your reason to get up in the morning or something like that. It's similar. Yeah. Basically right. it's, it's, it's like a Venn diagram of four circles and, in the mm. four circles, it's just four things. And it's really just to kind of find like your purpose, like who you are, like what you really gravitate towards. And like kind of what um, Benny was saying, like your deepest gift and like what you can provide to the world and stuff. And the four circles are what I love, what I'm good at, what pays well, and what the world needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like write them down, like do like a little exercise and stuff. I'm sure it would really benefit some people. But like, for example, if you want to know mine, um, I put a shit ton of things that I love, a bunch of things that I'm good at, a bunch of things that pay well, and what the world needs. But really, what I came out to, uh, like my Venn diagram thing, was like three things, man. I like games, video games, stuff like that. I like helping others. And um, what else did I write down here? Let me see. Uh, 
basically I want to find a way where I can like make other people's lives fun, like a game as well at the same time. And I'm kind of like touching on that right now, like in my life. And I kind of want to like make like this productivity system that works for me that I kind of, it's, it's like a point system. I can go into it further or send you guys some links if you want. Um, but it's just like a really good way of like staying on track for the things that you really do enjoy in life. And like not getting distracted by all the fucking noise in life, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's like what, what Benny said too with your environment. I mean, you go to the store and things enter your brain. Like, I'll tell you this, guys. I'll be honest. Like, I woke up today and I'm just like, what the fuck is my purpose today? Like, why am I getting out of bed, right? And I don't know. It's sometimes you kind of get like that. Sometimes you kind of fall off track a little bit, and that's okay. That's what I'm realizing. Um, I took a little bit of mushrooms, a little microdose, you know, just to kind of like feel into myself a little bit. I've been experimenting with this stuff recently and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. But uh, nah, man, just microdose. You get like really in tune and you really ask yourself, like, what do you enjoy? That spiritual like, journey, brother. The spiritual I journey. Awakening. Dude, it's, it's, it's great. And, and, um, and, and, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it just really helps you. I mean, for me, at least it helps me kind of like be more in tune with what I'm, what I'm doing in life. Like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, why am I getting up in the morning? Why am I going to the gym? Like, why am I doing these things? And, and like to so, me, like, it's kind of crazy. Cause like when you talk about like, video games, if you talk like having other people stuff, uh, ever since I took a break from college, I've been, like, since you saw my notes, right? The top notes, basically like what kind of game I want to make. Right. Cause originally I want to, I want to become a game developer, but coding was not my thing and stuff like that. But there was a game in my head, right? And it's like, since you play video games, right? You know Uncharted, how like mm -hmm. Ethan Drake, he's like that alpha male who he gets in and stuff like that. Yeah. I was thinking about my, making my game into like a, what's it called, similar in a way. Like my characters, they get it too, you know? And basically the purpose is basically to like, you know, make a, uh, what's it called? Sorry, I'm a little distracted right now from <laughs> Shaquille. But, okay. uh, they have a purpose of what's it called doing something to um, improve their lives improve you know something else uh martin that's cool uh martin i would love to recommend you a book it's called the millionaire fast lane by mj demarco yeah um read it read it just do it just do it just do it <laughs> can, can you, i don't like, want to spoil you the, the book whatsoever just do it read it. Good, so read it uh, Amazing book. Can, can you yes. like can you like comment the, the the book for me if you can? There you go. Yeah. Put it in the. You want a spoiler? You want a spoiler? Put it no, in no, the no, no. chat. Like what, what's the book called? Because I, I didn't. Oh, okay, okay. It. I uh, there is Shaquille put it on the chat. The Millionaire Fast Lane by M MJ DeMarco. MJ I'm gonna give it No, I'm sorry. Uh, to everyone. Yeah. So it's. The Millionaire Fast Lane. <laughs> there we go. I, I typed it in there. MJ <laughs> DeMarco. There it is. There is. So are we still introducing or, or we are just... just... We're, we're coming up on an hour, but go for it. Let's, let's hear from you, Jose. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned earlier, Jose uh, did a, a podcast with me a couple of weeks ago. So ¿Qué? ¿Qué? ¿Español? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> by, by the time this posts, uh, you guys will probably have already heard it, I guess. But uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, I don't yeah. know. I got all these in the can, so they're all, they come out weekly. So okay, well, we're in a time warp right now. Where do you where do you <laughs> post these, man? Anchor.fm/slash/come on, man. 
Do you put it on YouTube? Uh, no, I don't have it on YouTube right now. I guess I could eventually. Do you have it on Spotify? Because that's where I use. I, I usually hear your your podcasts. Yeah, it's on. You can find it on Spotify too. But I'll I'll post it's it here. In the chat. Here, I'll post okay. a, a link in the chat here. Okay. Cool. Oh, sorry. So go ahead, Jose. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. So well, since you know. Since you can read, my name is Jose. I'm from Chile, uh, born and raised. Um, I am Spanish is my first language. Uh, English is my second, and French is kind of my third because I'm still learning, but I don't practice, so whatever. Um, well, uh, to me, my three percent journey is kind of interesting because I've been into pickup in PUA shit was stuff like that in Spanish. So mm -hmm. the community is similar, you know, it's mostly from guys from Spain. And I've been reading oh, those guys. And the, and the community is like, uh, uh, they say stuff, you know, like sale, you know, like you know, if, you, if she doesn't answer you, you have to insist, but in an alpha way. So, yes, kind of work, you know. I had my a girlfriend that it was like, like fireworks from the first moment on. Mm -hmm. And as Sean said, uh, Sean is not here. Well, well uh, I I work. I acted like uh, I don't know, needy and insecure. So she she was tired of me. So we we ended up. So then I got to the book, the Three Percent Man. So when I was when listening, was listening to it. Uh, pardon my English, is since I don't practice too much. Um, I was listening to, and uh, and I, every time I had like, aha, like an explanation for everything that had ha that happened to me in the past, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, what's that, what's that? well, what can I, what can I lose? So I started applying and this, and said like, oh, this shit works. <laughs> this shit works yes. for real. Yeah. So, huh? Can you give an example? For example, uh, I call. For example, when when I when I said days, you know. Uh, for example, I what I used to do. Uh, most guys they say, "Oh, you have to text this, this, and this text this, and when she texts this, you text this, you say this and this." And I was like, uh, "And uh, I don't like texting, to be right. honest." <laughs> so I I I want to I want to go to, straight to the point, you know. So I, for example, was on Tinder, you know. I matched with a girl. I told her, "Hey, what's your number?" She told me, "Okay." Took the phone, called her. Hey, uh, I'm talking. Hey, it's uh, it's Jose. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Yada 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 yada. Um, listen, um, I'm talking to you. Uh, I I want to know when are you free to get together? Oh, this day. Okay, fair enough. And then hang up the phone. Nice. And just I use the phone right now just to set days. Uh, Nothing else. for man. Yeah, logistics. But yes, just yes, and especially when, when, uh, especially well, women right now when since I don't speak since I, yes for certain appointments, so right now, when girls especially lately have been reaching out to me, um, I just tell them, hey, when are you free for a video call? Since we can can you know because of Corona, mm -hmm. and they say, oh no, they start to play games. That's what I don't like, you know. I don't like when women, they say, oh, I don't know, I have to check just my schedule, you know, whatsoever. 
or they say they tell you like uh, I don't know or they act like yes but no I'm not sure you know yeah that's just like, shows I, their interest level is yes, like I, I don't like I don't like 60, that, sh that shit you know? you know yeah but most of most of girls you know most of women um, since I started applying uh, my purpose you know I well I started recently my business you know uh digital marketing uh right now i have my my a partner so i think we're going uh, in a good way uh so i started uploading videos on my instagram page you know is like uh content you know yeah and women start reaching reaching out you know uh my father is was from lebanon you know and you you heard about the the the, the situation you know the explosion there in lebanon yeah yeah. So this girl, you know, that I dated in in January, I think, uh, just out of nowhere, she shared to me a picture, you know, about uh, uh, um, on Instagram about uh, 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 some conversation, some I don't know, some shit about uh, some people that are going that are going to talk about Lebanon, and I was like. You don't care about Lebanon. Come on. You don't care about my roots. You don't care about... So I said, hey, how about that? Uh, oh, I, I thought that it could uh, interest you. And I told her, oh, that's fine. But I'm really busy right now. So when are you free for a video call? And she never <laughs> answered so far. Yeah. It's been like a month. So, okay, whatever. But uh, my journey is, is pretty particular because when, I don't know about you, but uh, when I started this work, uh, applying these this techniques in a way, but before, before the three person men, it was really fat. Uh, I'm a five foot five, since you're mostly American. <laughs> uh, five foot five. And uh, I'm, I used to weigh uh, 187 pounds 197 at 187 80, 80. But, but still yeah yes but i'm i'm five five okay so i started to do that's why impulse uh, pushed me to do martial arts you know it's been like uh three or four years you know applying bjj i'm into fitness right now because i'm a smart guy so so Academics wasn't wasn't really an issue for me. Uh, women really surprised when they see me and they say, "Oh, this guy is he's handsome, he's cocky, you know, it's funny." But when they talk to me, they they realize that I'm I'm also smart. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and especially I like politics, <laughs> economics, you know, uh, especially the American ones, the the here the, here, the Chilean ones, the Latin American. I, I love politics, and so I started. Uh, exercising fitness you know uh eating wood you know so yes <laughs> shaquille nailed it nailed it shaquille in the so, chat says smart and reserved really gets women wet <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes especially when i was when i talk to girls you know i i say like uh smart things you know like uh like uh i don't know things that are interesting and they say like oh this guy is in their minds. They're like, like, oh, this guy's interesting. Yes, I'm not just a pretty face. So, <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, uh, hey, if you haven't tried jujitsu yet, if you're looking to get into something, jujitsu is so much fun, guys. Has anybody in the group tried it yet? 
Anybody else? I, I did. I oh, did karate. I did karate. Is awesome. I, I did karate. I aikido, kempo. Oh no, man, I've man. done, I've done Benny, a bunch of them. You know it. You okay. know it. Jujitsu is awesome. It is so much fun, guys, because you can train yes. it a hundred percent. It's like yes. it's like going out and choking your best friends, like before you go to work in the morning. It's <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so there are I mean, no tough guys when you choke them. But like no, my sister, like like she she wants to go boxing and jujitsu too, and I'm like, why not? So I might as well do jujitsu too one day. I do it, do it, men, men, do it. I uh, did, I did, I did karate only because I was born with cerebral palsy. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Yeah, no. Yeah, so like uh, it helped my legs and stuff. So like, uh, I mean, I, I, it was probably the best best time of my life, man. <laughs> awesome, dude. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Shaquille says he practiced Muay Thai and wrestling. I would oh, love to practice cool. wrestling. Well, yeah. yeah, both of those are legit too. Yes. I, I, like, I, like, I like grappling actually. Most than more than uh, uh, striking, I like grappling. That's my, my favorite stuff. Because, I just hate uh, getting beat I, up, man. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, man, if you're good, man, you don't so get beat up. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I just think the bodybuilding, man, it's, it's a little bit easier for me. No, yes. grappling, it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're getting beat up every day. Oh, I've been, well, actually, I'm a, I'm a blue belt. And, yeah, me and, too. And our dojo, uh, awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, they started uh, arriving uh, black belts in judo. So one of the things that we do in jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu, especially, uh, the, 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 the focus is uh, yeah. ground, ground fighting, you know? Mm -hmm. So when this, the, the focus of judo is to take it down, take people down. So when I pull guard to the judo guys, they, they don't know what to do. You know, like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh. ah. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy, man. It's so easy. Funny. So I fight black belts in judo and they, they don't know what to do. They're like, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. So, so my fiance trains judo and she also trains jujitsu. And we have yeah. a roommate that's a black belt judo guy, but he's also, he got honorarily awarded his blue belt in jiu-jitsu because he's such okay. a freaking beast. He's oh, the man. exception. <laughs> no, no, but mostly because uh, they, the judo guys, they, they, they have to change the focus. It's hard for them because, for example, jiu-jitsu, when you, you turn your back to the opponent, you're fucked up immediately. But the judo guys, they they they're not because they, they have to take people down. Hey, who yeah, let the girl in the group? No, just kidding. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, come on. <laughs> Girls allowed. No, get her right. Temporarily, Night. temporarily Night. coming out of my book because he's talking about something interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. You're you're walking. The background makes her disappear. Okay. She sits back for it. <laughs> <laughs> I told my girl, I said, hey, listen, you got to come over after my call. I got to talk with the boys, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, you know. Uh, with his coaching, I, I have to listen to all of this day in and day out. So it's nothing I haven't heard 50,000 times before. Right. <laughs> um, 51, 50,000, 51,000. What, what makes the difference, you know? <laughs> so so re recently I've been like uh, – since Paul is reading the, the Roland Tomasi book, the Rational Mail, I've been like really into the red pill community, but some, some guys, they'll say like really extreme stuff. Mm -hmm. So I like to turn like, not to the extreme. I've been like uh, recently into this guy, AMS, Alpha Male Strategies. 
Oh, I heard about like, him. That's yeah, yes, him too. that guy. That guy is like the he gives he gives a tough love. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, since Corey Wayne too. No, but Corey Wayne he he swears a lot, but this guy he he literally he tells you like you are like a piece of shit, mm. you know. But in a good way, you know. He, sometimes that works, though. Yeah. yeah. Another, sometimes yes, guys, yes, it works. You know, he is like the only one really, I never had. I never had. Another one that's really good is Coach Greg Adams. Uh, called it's the really famous though. Who? Uh, uh, Greg Adams. I don't. I don't Greg like Adams. Really that guy. Yes. Yeah. I think that. that uh, you think so? I, I think yes. he's he's okay, man. <laughs> He he's he's into like no cohabitation and no moving in with women. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like yeah. I, 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 I never I never understood because in the red big community they said like uh, no don't date women with tattoos. Yeah, that's, a, that's nonsense. <laughs> I, I love like those girls. I, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't find. <laughs> I love them. I think, I think I know you're talking about. <laughs> yes, was, was uh, most of them. I I don't know, man. Uh, but this guy uh, AMS he. In one interview, he said that he he ended up um, and reading the Corey Wayne book, and especially he liked the part that you have to focus on your purpose. And, and he uh -huh. says that you know, he says that you you don't have to apply these strategies if you if you're really on your purpose. You have to be so much on your purpose that your woman have to com has to complain that oh you don't spend you don't spend enough enough time with me you know I you don't have time for me life yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm to my purpose I, ne I never need a book i only need the yeah. book to help me on relationships is like strategies that's it but if i'm always yeah. like they'll come no matter what they always yes. come the grocery yeah. they see that they'll see that and they'll come yeah, yeah. I have, I have part, there, like, there's yeah there's there's one thing that i've noticed man like being in the pickup game for so long, it's like pickup is great. Like it'll teach you how to get girls, like build inner confidence, like all that good stuff. But the one thing I never learned until I read 3% Man was like, there's three other uh, thirds of the pie here, man. You know, there's still yes. dating the relationships. I never yes. knew that. I mean, I would have yes. like flings go on for the first 90 days that Corey Wayne always talks about. And then mm -hmm. like shit would just fizzle out, like something would go sideways, they'd find another guy, whatever. And I wouldn't really take yeah. it too seriously. Yeah. Um, but then I read the book and I was like, oh my fucking God, like I've been <laughs> neglecting this shit. I mean, I didn't know. And right. you know, it's something where if you don't know, you don't know, you know? So it's yes. like, we're, we're in a good spot where we kind of found the book and we're, we're advancing our love life and our mindset and everything with this stuff. And I think it's so good, man. It just really teaches you everything you need to know. Yes. And like, yeah, at least a, at least a good foundation for it. Then but, you can add on like but, other books and other strategies. To, to be honest, guys in, uh, a, in the group have like are in a relationship, like a three percent relationship. I'm in a relationship. Are. Yeah. Okay, Christopher. Yeah, because you've got uh, the new. Yeah, you guys are like what, like three months, two couple months in or something. Yeah, right? three months exclusive. Been dating for four. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Tell them about how, like, yeah, so all, you guys are on the train upwards right now. And it's, it's been really cool yeah, to follow all your posts. And I yeah. can say, like, I, I just want to put my little piece in before you share on your part. But, yes. like, I know we're probably skipping the intros here. And, I, I like, the guy in the top right, so, well, I guess we're all different windows. But just I know flow. people just, still need just to talk. go with the flow, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just want to say that, like, having, like, so what, like, knowing all the stuff that you, you know, learn in the book and, it's it's weeding everybody out right so all the all the red flag girls are falling off you know because you're not chasing them and all this kind of stuff so you're right you're, you're avoiding a lot of this stuff 
man, like this relationship that I'm in now, we're, uh, uh, we're actually a year in right now. Like what? Awesome. Awesome, dude. As of like last month or something. As, yeah, so we're a year in. <laughs> He's like, when's our anniversary? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was still dating. And so, but what actually mine's is, in, two, in two days. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Good, good it just happens, man, you know. Man, yeah. I'm telling you guys, like, like knowing what we know in the book, it just, like, you, you meet somebody that's healthy, and it's, it's just unlike anything else I've ever been in. And right, there's no right. way, yeah. The, and, I, and had I found it before, I would have been too fucking nervous to actually pull it off, right? To actually mm-hmm. end up with that girl. Um, so it's really cool. Um, but the other thing is, I, I want to put this out there too, because so we learn things like don't chase and don't be too needy and all this kind of stuff. One thing I found, and this this is good, you, you probably already know this, Crystal, but I, I want to put this out there for you too, since you're like on the train upwards and stuff. So my personal struggle has been becoming vulnerable and so, sort of like learning when to let go of all this stuff that we learn. Mm-hmm. Because you can't. You so, so letting go, learning to let go a little bit because, and not letting go all the way, right? Because you always have the map in your head. Right. But my point is, is learning to be vulnerable because like this woman over here, she's, she's doing what a good woman, even Corey says this, right? He says a good woman will help you. Yeah. Will help you grow it. So she's, help, she's helping me, but like I wouldn't let her in because I'm thinking, well, oh, you know, like you're going to fucking lose attraction if I do this and that. And, right. Right. and, 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 and so this fearful yeah, mentality yeah, you. that we have. So there's a yeah. difference. There's a, now the map is always up here. And like, if I were to get lazy, yeah, like she might lose attraction, you know, whatever. Right. But, but so the map's always out there, but it also it's like this kind of like knowing what the map looks like. So that way you can go off course a little bit mm-hmm. because, because that fearful mentality is like, Oh, you know, like you're in this for you and I'm in it for me. And we're not like a real partnership that it's fucked up. And then I can't, I can't harness the growth out of the relationship unless I sort of like creatively divert. Yeah. Yeah, Can I say something real quick? Can I say something real quick from what, from what you said as, is it Lenny or what's Benny? Benny. 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 Um, my my thing was I'm learning to be uh I'm I'm I cannot from from coach's uh work I I'm I'm very like emotionally uh avoidant like so like I'm learning to be more uh expressive like you know what I mean like for my past relationships like my my girlfriends would be like hey I need you to be more expressive like and I was like well I'm working on it but it's it's hard to like because us guys man I I, I mean we're, we're taught to be tough and not show too much emotion you know what I mean like yep. So like I'm, I'm I'm learning to women, be less... women love vulnerability actually yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a fine balance what I've noticed but, like but right. it, yes it's it's oh, something my... where I mean in, in my relationship I'm in a little bit different stage than Chris I know Chris is on the on the going up right now and he's like loving it and and uh, he found like his ten and he's it, everything looks awesome and I love your post dude seriously the honeymoon, honeymoon congratulations phase? what's up awesome, dude. The honeymoon phase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, whereas for me, I'm in a little bit different boat right now. I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm kind of ready to uh, move on kind of type of deal. Like, they're still really great with my girl. I'm like, we're going to go out tonight. But uh, it's, it's one of those things where Corey said it in a, in a video recently where he's just like something along the horizon just keeps beckoning him. And I'm getting that feeling now, like recently, too. And I don't really know what it was. Like we had like a dis- disagreement a couple weeks ago. And ever since then, it just kind of like planted like a little seed in my mind. I'm just like, 
I don't know, man. Maybe this girl isn't really someone I want to be with super long term. What she said. It was it was a stupid argument. I, I forget what it was, but it's just the way that she reacted to it, and then okay. my how beliefs because what? How was it? Like, what was the behavior? Well, let me think about it. So, she was talking about someone like on like their hospital like bed type of deal, like someone who couldn't physically have sex anymore, like a woman, right? And then she was saying like how some guy like stayed with his this woman because he loved her so much even though they couldn't have sex anymore and so she kind of presented that question on me and at the time i was i was uh pretty high you know i was smoking a little bit beforehand and of course they always hit you with these fucking crazy abstract <laughs> questions, right when you least expect it i mean you know, it's the it fucking worst right <laughs> yeah it's it's a tough shit test but i mean i i responded and i told her i was like hey listen you know like i've gone through stuff like the woman has, or, you know, they're on their, not deathbed, but like serious situations where, right. you know, it's like they weigh down the partner. And I told her in, in my situations, like I've been there. It's like, I wouldn't want to put that on my partner. And that's just my beliefs. You know what I'm saying? So she, she was like, Oh my God, like this and that, how could you say that? And she doesn't understand that because she hasn't been in that position and it's a hypothetical situation, but, right. but you showed me. I gotta understand that she asked you that for see, to see your reaction. No, I know, I know. And, and looking right. back on it, I was I was naive, but it's planted something in me. And That's I was the like, game oh. right there. That's the game. I know. <laughs> you know the other Get part, us. like change, change your mood, not her mind, right? All the stuff that you probably learned from Tyler. Well, and, and, and so you run into these shit. This. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to feel out your level of devotion to her. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm, I'm going to say this. So that way um, you guys kind of know where I'm coming from. Our relationship started off as friends and then we started hooking up and like things got serious and went from there. But she's not the woman that I was initially really into. She was chasing me from the jump. And but because she was so persistent and constantly chasing me, she's a really hot girl, but she's not my typical girl that I go for. Yeah. I'm more into like hipster girls with tattoos. Like that's my that's my thing. She's a like a Asian baby girl type of deal, like completely <laughs> left field, you know what I'm saying? But my super time. fun girl, super, super uh great personality on her and, and I love her. But it's one of those things where I've told her, I said, you know what, this relationship, this is something that we both know, like, we're not going to get married. You know, that's not the relationship we're in. It's just kind of like having fun in our 20s, like growing together and really experiencing like something like just like a deep connection. And yeah. for her, it's hands down the best relationship she's ever had. And she's told me all this stuff. And it's been my best relationship as well and my longest. However, I'm getting to that point now where I kind of miss the hunt, man. I'm getting like uh, that man, feeling, yeah, you know. Uh, Sam, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But why? Since Corey, the, the coach says, uh, you don't have to bring up the, the relationship. Why do you do it? Well, because of the way it's set up, right? So I've we've had like my whole thing, because if you're in a pickup community and stuff like that, most guys have that dream of having the threesome and getting that second partner and, you yeah. know, getting crazy. Not everyone, but some people do. I'm one of those guys. Okay. Well, you know, like I said, it's... Say, coach also does say that sometimes uh, sometimes uh, relationships just sort of you know go, go, yeah. go their course and you know, right. yes so there's nothing wrong with that either Sam, Sam, yeah. did you let her know that that's what you like yes and that's what i'm trying to explain to you is i'm a very open person with the women that i'm with so they understand who i am from the jump mm. not in like I don't give them too much to where I'm not a mystery, but I tell them like, Hey, these are my boundaries. This is what I'm looking for. Are you going to be right. this person to match that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 
exactly yeah. what my video was all about. As really. God in his infinite wisdom, I to be. That was what I did a video on that the other day. All these guys stuck in the fucking friend zone. It's like you just say it from the word go. You're like, hey, yeah. I'm here today. Right. I'm a physical guy. I got seven. You're in or you're out. That's in it. Out. You exactly. either go or you don't. But you don't say, oh, yeah, I don't know. I have to check my schedule. Fuck that, you know? Yep. Life is yeah. one. Yeah. You have one uh, life. Let's see. If they show any resistance at all, I'm just like, okay, on to the next one. Because there's exactly. a lot of yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, so, so that's the whole thing. Like, I was very open from the beginning, and she knew that. Um, and we, we did, you know, experiment talking to different girls and see how, you know, how things would go. And we did end up having one threesome, um, with actually one of her friends and it was fucking crazy. It was amazing. But the thing is after that, she kind of got like a little bit selfish. She's like, you know what? I don't want to share you anymore type of deal. So I'm like, all right, no worries. I'll just play it exclusive for now and we'll run its course. But now I'm getting to the point. I mean, that was last summer and you know, it's been a year since then. And we've been together for a year and a half. I guess that things are great, but Something I don't know. I got that itch, man. Just kind of want to. You should always, you should always listen to your intuition, man. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And I know, Coach, and I know but, Jose. But, but uh, I'm, I'm, I have to say, um, um, I'm like the devil's advocate. So <laughs> I'm gonna, so I'm gonna address your point, your your question earlier, what you said about Corey. Yeah, but yes, uh, and since she told you um, that she doesn't want to share things with you and whatsoever, have you, have you, did. Did you apply the, um, uh, how was the, the question that the, co the coach says? What do you mean? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know his work. Like, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, I'm not, like, I see the signs when they come up and I see when things are coming. Like, I'm, I'm not really new to this stuff. But to address what you said, like, you don't have to break up, I agree with that. But it's, we're in an exclusive relationship. If I want to start pursuing new girls and like apply a lot of these things that I've learned over the last year from the book and pick up things and stuff like that, I know I can't do it with her, but yeah, I know from, from a point that when we got together, we both agreed, Hey, we can be friends. And we've broken up a little bit here and there, you know, little fights where we still have been friends and it's been cool. So I know that it's possible. And I have ex-girlfriends that I'm friends with to this day that we used to hook up with and we're super cool. So I know it's possible. We can do okay. that. And I know it's like what the coach says, like you can, you know, say goodbye to a, a partner in a loving way and still be friends throughout the years. And that's kind of like the boat that we're in right now. It's a really healthy relationship. We know that we're not going to get married. It's not going to last forever. We're just enjoying the time oh, we have okay. now, you right. know, and just oh, okay. vibing well, it out. But I think you it's, have to it's listen to time. your intuition then. So since right. your intuition says that you have to listen to your heart. Yeah. Sounds like a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Two days, you are 11 years from your peak SMV. 11 years till you have yes. maximum sexual selectivity. That's yes. fucking crazy. Right. Yes, men, men get to their peak at 35. Yeah, you're not even in your 30s, bro. Like, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm 25. What did you say, Luke? Sorry about the uh, sexual market value. Okay, so, you know, the, obviously you do know because you're in the PUA community. I mean, in the UK, I'm in Britain, in Bristol, UK. Yep. People do not approach in the UK. They are uptight. Oh, gosh, we wouldn't do that. I am like, hang on, oh, hang on, hang on, Luke. I used to have, I used to live in Spain, man. I used to go to Mallorca. I know you were that. I know you know where that is. It's, it's a different game out there. I don't know, but continue. Uh, that's where the more trashy Brits will sort of go. I think okay, the gotcha. holiday. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, over on their home ground, um, I mean, if they drink themselves stupid into the ground on nights out, they might. But generally, they, you won't see them cold approaching during the day. People even, and on nights out, people stay in their, they stay in their bubbles. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody's, you know, who are you? You're not in my group. I don't know you. So the fact that you're actually in the US pickup community is fucking inspiring. Like, I'm so glad I've met you because you're right. like the official person I know who does this. I'm I don't, kinda- dude, to, to go back to your point, man, I lived in in Cardiff and, dude, I was getting women left and right, dude. <laughs> Wait, to where? <laughs> Cardiff. I, I was living in Cardiff. I lived in Cardiff for, for, for a month. Wales is more Where's that? Sorry. Oh. It's, it's in, in Wales. England, yeah. Oh, Wales. Okay, okay. Wales. And uh, maybe because I'm Latino, man, but I was like going out every night. Like uh, I was doing a study abroad. And dude, the last thing I was doing is studying abroad. Let me tell you that. You were studying the cuisine. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, because I'm, I'm Latino, so maybe it's different. But I mean, I was, I had no complaints when I was living in Cardiff. Uh, is it that's okay? cool, man. Yeah. Well, oh, that's man. the thing. Cardiff is in a different country. That's right. Wales. England okay. and Wales are very different. I most of the girls I date are Welsh, Irish, Scottish, English girls. You don't want to touch English. I mean, it's pretty much the same as American girls. You just they're not they're not as fun as like Latino, Scottish. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, look, look, I I have to start, I have to stop you right now because well, I live in Chile, and uh, here, well, especially Chile. Uh, we, 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 well, the culture of my country, we want to copy the states, but in, a, in the worst way possible, you know? Oh. <laughs> oh. So, for example, you know, uh, if you're like a little whiter, uh, so I'm European, you know, you're, you're a black guy or whatever. And um, here, especially women, uh, it's really feminism, it's really rampant here. <clears throat> oh, but really? That's yes. Crazy, yes. 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 Yeah. I, I thought we were bad here in America. Damn. <laughs> is, is toxic. I, I actually had a date today with, and I'm not going to go into it with a feminist. It didn't go well. No. Really well, I, did, I dated a oh, feminist. Well, you know? I want to listen to <laughs> that. I dated a, I dated a, a feminist in, in January. This this same girl that Richard reached out to me in my, via Instagram in my DM. She was two years older. And we met in a dancing class, you know. But since I, I dance a little salsa, you know, um, and every time, you know, the, the women rotate, you know, with, with the couple. So yeah. I was like in a beginner's group, but I, I know how, I know a little bit, I knew a little bit more, you know. So yeah. when, when women, when women, you know, uh, women were changing, I said, oh, next victim, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> this feminist... <laughs> This, this, this girl, you know, uh, she told me that she, she got, got her attention when I told her uh, next victim, but uh-huh. she n- understood the context we were in, you know? Yeah, she, uh, she understood she was gonna do that we were uh, joking whatsoever, but if, <laughs> I mean... Well, she thought you were serious. Yeah. Huh? She yes. thought you oh, were no. serious. No, she understood that I was joking. Oh, okay. She can't have been a proper feminist. Yes, but she told me she told me she was feminist. No, I'm a feminist. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) feminists don't have a sense. And 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 you you know what? She she tested me. She tested me like shit. She tested me like shit every. uh, Oh my god! Every five minutes, shit. Good though, man. You want shit tests? Like, I feel like you know, but but I I don't know, but. For example, um, she told me uh, that I was a player like million times, you know? That's so good, man. You want yeah, those kind of fucking things. That's a good things. sign. 
Yeah. And and then when we were like about to kiss, she told me, "I'm gonna make you wait." Yeah. Okay. It's nonsense. <laughs> and then she and then she told me and then, then she told me like a million times that she wanted you. to leave. She wanted to leave. Okay. The takeaway. All right. No, she told me like, uh, you know, you know, I can leave. You can leave. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> that sounds like you a three percent woman, if you ask me. Yeah. And she told me, oh, I want to leave. Uh, I'm thinking about leaving. Do it. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. You want? We were Nance. on the beach, though. Hey, 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 guys. And... We're we're at a, an hour and a half now. Holy crap! <laughs> um, I, I I did want to bring that bring it back because uh, Benny brought up uh, having Christopher share his story because he's in a, a a long longer term relationship than most of us. So I wanted to hear that that story and then maybe wrap this up. Chris is really quiet. Yeah, absolutely. He's, I'm just, he's, I'm he's just taking notes. He's listening and notes. enjoying. Hey, I want to say <laughs> thank, thank you to Shaquille for like uh, suggesting this call, Paul, for setting it up. I really appreciate all you guys' um, participation in the group. It's, uh, it's more than I could have ever imagined it to be. Um, I have studied relationship skills my whole life. Um, all the way back in high school when I, when I read uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Cool. Yeah. And stuff. So I've always been too. interested in relationships. And, and I, you know, I've studied uh, pickup artist stuff and the game and mystery method all the way back there. I was also, um, also in a – but I was also most of my life the, the biggest beta ever, pleaser, nice guy, simp, totally that guy. And, um, and then I got married – and I was married for 15 years, and then I realized this is really taught. And then during that 15 years, I was also I got a job, which is which I've been doing for the last 13 years, which has been teaching evidence-based relationship skills, emotional intelligence, uh, being centered, listening, and validating. A lot of the stuff actually that um, Corey talks about, in particular, um, in a, in a, in a longer-term relationship. So. Uh, through that process, I realized my relationship isn't very, my marriage isn't healthy. I had to get out of it. So I initiated divorce, divorce about two years ago, which is when I found Corey, uh, Corey Wayne's book uh, and videos, YouTube videos and how to be a 3% man. And, uh, and I started immediately when I read it, um, I knew of the book for a long time because I, because I like, I like reading relationship type, type books. But I just, it never, like, I never read it. So once I finally read it, um, I was like, man, this is, like, totally life-changing because I knew pickup stuff. I knew listening and validating stuff, like, when you're already in a relationship. But I didn't have all the pieces together in, like, one single approach that covered everything from 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 the approach all the way to a long like a relationship. And I was like, he just put it all together, like, so many, so many ideas together. And I really liked that. Um, that he one he respects women and that and that he also um, understands men and attraction and he just put it all together in a single strategy uh, so I love that and so I started to apply it in the dating world and I made tons of mistakes I still make mistakes all the time but as soon as I read the book I was like I wish there was a group like on Facebook for this and back then there wasn't another one and so I was like fuck it I'm gonna create one and I did, and that's sort of the where this where this uh, group came from. And I'm also a member also of the other good. group too, by the way. I think they're both good. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm also. I'm. I'm the two groups as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, I will. I will. I will love if if Corey do do this book in Spanish because most of my friends they don't speak English. Mm. So I I I will love really for sure to to introduce them to this book because this book is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's a ton of value, you know. It's it's the shit. I tell all my pickup friends like, hey man, like. If you haven't read this book, this is the number one book. Ever. Yes, yeah, like every 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 other book, they like shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's really good, good books, but yeah, I'm surprised it's not. There's not a Spanish version, but um, that would be really cool. But anyway, so I, I applied I applied the techniques in dating, and I was making a bunch of mistakes, but I was but it was working still, and uh, and started to be where I after about a year and a half. I started to learn the, and practice the principles enough to, to date women that I would consider beautiful. And I was dating several of them. And then it started to be the challenge. Well, which one do I choose? Like I got these choices and options. <laughs> I don't know how to like break these women's hearts and uh, they're all so awesome. So what do I do? Um, so that was my, my uh, conundrum, you know, four or five months ago. And I chose the girl that I'm dating now um, to be exclusive with. Now she brought it up. Um, but I chose her over the other girls that honestly, to me, I was dating one other girl that I was probably, if she had brought up exclusivity, I might've went her way, but she didn't. I'd happen to be dating my, my now girlfriend a little bit longer. So anyway, she brought up exclusivity. Um, you know, from the, from the get go, I practice, I think the principles as best that I ever had in the past. And so that's why I think, um, she was so attracted to me and it really went just right on coach Corey's timeline. I mean, um, a couple weeks awesome, she was chasing me, you know, inviting me out a couple times within, uh, within two months, we were exclusive. She was falling in love. So was I, we're, we're in love now. Um, awesome, and I've just continued to do my best to practice the skills in an exclusive relationship, which is where I am now is trying to take the principles and apply them to an exclusive relationship. And, uh, and it's, and it's a different, it's a different beast, you know, it's a different challenge, but, uh, but it's awesome. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of things are the same to, to set definite days, to be mysterious, um, to stay centered, to focus on your mission. These principles are the same, but, um, things like the phone is only for setting, for setting dates and logistics isn't exactly the same in a long-term relationship, at least not all the time. Yes. I don't like, I don't want to spend, you know, hours every day on the phone. Um, but sometimes I do spend more than 10 minutes talking because we haven't seen each other she got a promotion or had some shit go on. And I don't want to say, hey, I'm, let's talk tomorrow and be a dick, you know? Uh, and, and yeah. just right. Specific so, things. Let, let me chime in for one second. Yeah, like, please, like, please, you guys, please. like you were talking about mirror game the other day in your podcast, Paul, about the texting thing. And, yeah. um, and so like, that's something you only do like to, to attract a girl. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, once you get up to the first date or first couple dates, like once you have her emotionally hooked, then you let go of the sort of like the one notch down thing in terms of the text investment and stuff like that. And so it's this creative, like letting go. Um, that's just one example that I wanted to chime in. Okay. I'll show yeah. And no, that's, <laughs> a, that's a good point because, you know, I, I, I really recently only started getting into that stuff. So my viewpoint on the text game type stuff really only comes from the point of attracting new prospects. Right. So yeah, right. um, I haven't had the experience of Chris is my spirit animal animal, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, I, I, I want to get to the point where I, I do eventually have a long-term relationship. So then, yeah, I, I understand that that texting dynamics got to change a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think that I, I agree so much with Benny too. And I'm, because I've been teaching emotional intelligence for 13 years, I'm pretty good at managing my emotions. I'm very aware of how I feel and how to express it and listening and validating, which, you know, coach talks about. Um, I've taught that um, all over the country, um, even to train therapists who are not always that great at it. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a skill that can get um, that's worthy of some time and attention. Um, particularly when you're in can a long-term Can we get like a video on that in the group? Cause like, I would want to hear what you have to say on that. Cause I need, I yeah. Need yeah, sure. Sure. Um, but, but being there's a book to... too. Yeah. Um, the emotional <clears throat> intelligence book. I'm sure you've read it, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and what I was going to say is so listening and valuing, but being able what Benny was talking about being vulnerable and sharing some of your feelings, you know, yes, you don't want to, you know, vent all the time to your girlfriend. Um, you know, you have guy friends and family members and stuff for that. But to be able to, that's what I'm learning now too, is, is the balance of yeah. being a mystery and, and also being vulnerable and expressing my feelings um, about if I'm stressed out or if I'm really happy or whatever it is, just, just being able to be vulnerable and share some of my um, the emotional side of my life with her. Um, and so that, that's, that's another balance that I think is different in a longer term relationship. And I, and I'm still, <laughs> you know, I'm still in the beginning of that, but I, I understand that principles, um, for that and, and we'll see how it goes, but awesome. I'm excited. Things are going really well right now. We'll see what happens in the relationship. Either way, I'm growing a ton. It. And, um, and I really appreciate, um, I'm learning from you guys too all the time. So I appreciate all, all of everything you guys post and share. We appreciate you, man. Boy. Absolutely. I, I, Benny, I, Benny, man, you post pretty good videos, bro. You and uh, Paul. I, I watch your videos all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, uh, I was telling Martin. Uh, Martin joined the call first. He was the, the punctual one. Um, <laughs> I was saying yeah. how, how we had a call uh, a few weeks ago, and it just posted as a podcast the other day. Uh, it was like the first kind of group call podcast that we did. And it was uh, Chris, Steve C and I, and Steve mentioned that he likes all of our homegrown content almost better than going on, you know, coach Wayne's YouTube channel, because it's like boots on the ground, you know, like we're, you're getting experience from guys that are learning this and are practicing right. it like in real time. And it's, it's kind of nice to see that organic contact that content that we're all creating, you know, it's, it's really uh, a good learning tool. It is Steve. Steve brought something up to my attention that I thought I think was was really useful that I never heard from anybody else, and that was like during the whole COVID thing, like because that like Steve was in his prime, like you know, like maybe like where I was at like a year and a half ago, yeah, um, yeah. where where he he figured out that like it was easier to get girls to the house because Absolutely. of COVID. Absolutely, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. I never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I came to that realization yeah. too because I was uh, before I, I I found Co Coach Wayne's book. Um, I was hooking up with this this chick. Actually, that's how I ended up hooking up with her. It was because on our second date, everything was closed. There was nothing else to do. So I said, "Why don't you just come over to my house?" I had never invited a chick over to my house on a second date before, yeah. and she was down. And then once you get them over so to your taboo. place, yeah. Once you once you get them over to your place, it's like 
you know, a, a lamb in the lion's den. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as you're prepared for it, at least. Because a lot of guys, right. let me tell you, man, I, they know what to do. Screw <laughs> it up. Yeah. That's one well, of the, it's, that's it's one not, the, I was going to say, that's uh, one of the biggest things I've learned from uh, Coach's book is the, the seduction process, actually. Right. It, it works so fucking well. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's one thing um, that I always like told my friend. I mean, I was, I've been kind of blessed. I don't know if uh, Shaq's not even here anymore, but I guess we kind of have like a similar situation where we grow up like pretty well off, you know, like in pretty yeah. good, um, pretty good uh, circumstances. But for my thing, I was a very insecure guy growing up, you know, and, and for whatever reason, I'm a, I know I'm a good looking dude now and everything I'm coming to my own, but like growing up, I was like, all right, I know I'm good looking, but like, I'm kind of shy. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. But when I was getting to the pickup stuff, man, like, um, the biggest thing that I always like saw from the pickup dudes, they're saying like, be prepared. Like if you're going out meeting girls and stuff like that, you want to have your place ready in case you do pull a girl over because right. it does two things. It's, it's number one, it puts in your mindset in your head, like, Hey, I'm ready to pull if the situation right. does arise yeah. and it's already putting yourself in that mindset before even going out because that way you're just like, okay, the place is ready. I got, you know, like condoms or stock, whatever I got, you know, alcohol, whatever, if the girls want to drink, you know, weed, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like a cool, you can get led Whoa. strips on, on Amazon for 10 bucks, man. It'll, it'll create a whole vibe for your LED place. You know, awesome. strips, awesome. just taking notes, you know, it's Boom. No, it's, it's, <laughs> dude, it's, it's amazing. I don't know if you guys can see them. I have them lined around my bed. And when you come into my place at night, I got like LEDs in the top and then around my bed, they're just like, Ooh, okay. I've got like a spinning bed, like uh, Austin powers, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I make you honey, baby. That's great. <laughs> yes. I, I, I mean, recently, recently I, when I read the, the Dr. Glover's book, he says that, you have to be prepared, you know, you have mm -hmm. to, especially Paul posted recently, posted that recently, you have to keep your place nice. Yeah, you, you know? it's got to be woman friendly when she walks in, yes. you know, you, you don't right. want her coming to your house, like judging you because you live like, tr like a, yes, you know, in a like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> One thing, there's a couple of things that I've always noticed that really kind of like, puts like a cherry on top. And I know this is crazy. Maybe I can't say this, but I will because Fuck 3% man group all being open Do it. and honest this is a, here. The trust tree. It's a safe yes, place. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. So sure. like, <laughs> so for me, I mean, when I always know I have girls coming over, I have uh, tampon stock just in case. Never know. Oh, right? Okay. I always got yeah. fresh towels. We've got to have them. Condoms. Make sure they're fucking stock, man. You don't want to oh. fucking go out and you bring a girl over. Oh my God, it's finally the time. And you don't have fucking condoms. Come on, right. dude. Right. You know? yeah. Come on, always man. Always be prepared like the Come Boy on. Scouts. <laughs> Come on, man. I have this ready at all times. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, always be prepared. <laughs> Yeah. Candles are you, one too. You got to have something special for them, and don't try not you, to eat you, them yourself. You, you exactly. can't wing it in this situation. You can't wing it. No, uh, guys, yeah. guys, guys, I recommend it. guys. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, well, first, Martin made a question in the chat. Oh, <laughs> so he, he can he can speak because he's he's in a religious family. I, I so, can I can add to that, man. Um, so I used to live with my parents. And I used to pull and stuff like that. The biggest thing is this, dude, if, if you can't bring girls over or you don't feel comfortable, then don't uh, just figure it out, man. I mean, there's other places to pull girls too. For example, right. if you have a car, you can yeah. do a car option. If there's beaches nearby, you can go to a beach park, for example, um, hotel. If that's on, if you have the money for it or like a motel type of deal, Airbnb, whatever, think on the fly, right? Uh, maybe you have a buddy's place you can crash at for the night. Hey, you got a spare bedroom. I got this girl, you know, <laughs> trying to bring over, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's, oh, what, that's I, what I used to do. I, I used to do hotels, yeah. man. I mean, I, yeah. when you, I, I, I used to, the only person that hates fucking in the car 
because he's so. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's it's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. I, 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 I love I love doing it in my in my bed, not not in other ones. You know. <laughs> sure. I, I listened to I used to listen to a, a radio show out in L.A. called uh, the Tom Likas Show. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, but Tom Likas. Uh, I used to listen to him when I was married, so like everything he said didn't apply. Uh, but he was. He used to say, like, never bring a chick back to your place because you don't want to bring crazy to your house. Yeah. So he was always trying to, like, tell everyone, like, you know, go back to her place. Get her to take you back to her place. But I feel like it's a much easier sell to have her come back to your place. It's a much right. easier sell. Yeah. Especially if you have something to bring them back to. And if you've been like, like if you talk to a girl and like, let's say things are going well and you tell them like, oh my God, I got to show you my really cool, uh, maybe have like something in your house. I got this really badass balcony. I got a hot tub. Yeah. Hey, you got to check out this new, uh, well, N64 I bought. You. What's yeah, up? My dog wants to meet you. Sure. My dog wants to meet you. My cat would love to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Shit like that. <laughs> Find an excuse. Wait, yeah. can, you, can, Morgan, can you even bring him back? Like, is that even an option to the house? Cause like for me, it wasn't. So I just like re was really vocal about being the parents basement guy so that they knew ahead of time that like either, either it was going to be a hotel or it was going to be their place. And then I would always plan dates, always plan dates halfway in between you and them so that way they have to invest and meet you in the middle, right? Yeah. Because if you just go to their city, then they're going to treat you like whatever. They may not even show yeah. up. Right. So, so if you're halfway, now all of a sudden you can either go back to their place or grab a hotel in that city or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the friends thing could be good. I, I see your he's he's texting right now. Um, if you guys can't see it, Paul. Yeah, for your, for your, uh, yeah it says, I'm going to use text, re religious family. Yeah, what are you guys' suggestions when you live with your parents? I'll do the friend's house thing. I live in a mobile home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I Now, this might not be easy, depending on what kind of family you're with. But back when I had a girlfriend, uh, my years ago, when I lived with my parents, my, they knew what was going on. My parents <laughs> knew. And they, they knew to stay the fuck out of the way. They knew damn well. Your like, dad was like, my man. Fist man. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I want to talk about your It's the condom under the door. <laughs> no, like my, my family's super religious too, man. And like, you can't, you can't like, just like, you can't even fucking go there. Right. So I feel Martin's pain. Like when I was in the yeah. basement, like it just wasn't an option. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. So... That's it. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a good segue into wrapping this up. It's almost it's almost two oh, fucking that's hours a question. long. That's a question. Yeah. Who has a question? No, he's is writing. Are you writing? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's gonna write a question. Okay, one more so, one more question for so Martin. Let's, let's do the filler. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's one do of the things one of the things that I've been uh, struggling uh, I've been recently working on that is because it's well. I, I have no issue attracting girls, you know, because I'm, I'm good looking and whatsoever. But uh, the, things, the thing is that uh, I have, I've been like struggling with keeping women, mm -hmm. you know. For example, they see me, they, because, well, since I started applying this book, uh, I ended a relationship that with the woman I really loved, you know, I was, she was like, uh, like Sean told, a, a unicorn, you know. She was yeah. our relationship was like fireworks, and we ended up because well, I fucked up. I I have to be honest. So it happens, man. Been, We've all done it. Been, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, been dating, you mm -hmm. know, dating around, you know, with women, and uh, I wanted, you know, I wanted to be in a relationship, but I think like women sense that how oh, this guy wants a relationship, and I, I don't know, and I'm so sure. Because well, when I tell you, ah, I acted like this, like this, like this, but women are not stupid. They sense that. 
you know they have, they have a sixth sense man they really do yes yes women not stupid uh coach says that uh, to be honest she's it's in their biology yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that's how I've been dealing, you know. Uh, well, since Corona, I I I like in right now in mock mode since uh, the red pill guys yeah. <laughs> they can rely on. I've been like like focusing on my my stuff, my business, and whatever. But uh, in order, you know, because women sense that uh, sense when with that that I want to be in a relationship, you know. Right. And, and that scared away uh, many women, you know. It's that and, neediness. I mean, they don't like if it. You're, yep. If you're doing everything right, it's just like Christopher discussed. Like at the two-month mark, they're freaking in love with you. They don't want to ever let you go for anything. And I've had that happen to me several times, like in girls where, I, like, I didn't let it happen with, you know. And it's, it's, it's the two-month mark is like magic. It's just like yeah, he says, yeah. right. So, so something's going wrong because after that two-month mark, like, like, it should be like a steady thing up and up and up. So there's some disconnect, yeah, yeah. you know, but only yeah. you can really be intuitive enough about what's going on to kind of like see into yourself to think about what the disconnect is. You know what I mean? Because we don't oh, know. There's too many things that could go wrong. Yes, yes. No, to be honest, it's that. It's the energy that, that I wanted to be in a relationship, you know. Women well, sense that, you know. No, it's not that, uh, man. It's not that. Unless you're chasing her and like if there's some kind of like visible chase, Right. And to be honest, well, I, I've I've made mistakes with women, you know. Um, sure. Especially, for example, I was dating. Uh, well, many things could, especially when I sense that. Uh, sometimes I I dated women who are not emotionally available, you know. Mm-hmm. So for example, yeah. I I was dating. I don't know. Uh, I dated a chick last year, you know. We were at a party with, with some friends, you know, and everyone left. So we were the two of us and we ended up kissing. So, well, I told her, hey, are you free? Let's, let's have a day. And I said, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. And when we had a date, you know, she went, I stopped asking her. And then she reached out to me and I told her, hey, where are you free for a day? Uh, to get together, I'm sorry. And she told me, yeah, this day we hang out, you know, and she was speaking a lot about uh, about her former boyfriend. But he told that, uh, how do you say when, when you're in a, in a serious relationship, when you're like living together, a partner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, right? And she was, she, was talking, she was talking about her ex as her partner. And I was like, uh, well, I, I look back and I said, I, I, have to, I had to end the shit like uh, over there, you know, sure. there. I had to, hey, I'm sorry, uh, I'm going to leave you at your place, you know. I had a nice time, whatever. But I didn't do it. So uh, I think that's mostly, mostly me. Let, let, me yeah. say, let me throw out a couple things real quick. Please, so please, in the please. book, like you hear Corey say that um, – that um, you should make the girl feel that she's the most important thing going on in terms of like, like don't be shy about the fact that you're dating other women, but as you're with, spending time with that girl, like she's your focus for that time period, right? Yes. So in that sense, you're giving off an energy that you're interested in her. And ultimately that could culminate into the relationship. It's not, as long as you're not being needy, like it's not wrong to like give off the sense that you're going to invest, right? It's just, it's just that she should be the one ultimately trying to, you know, rope you, but you have to amp up her attraction to make that happen, right? So there's some kind of 
disconnect there. It's not just the fact that you're giving off like investment energy. It's, it's something, it's something else. And the other thing is like, if you do that exercise that like, okay, these are the, the, the top five qualities that I'm looking for in a woman. Would I like this, this is one of mine, one of my top five. And I would highly uh, recommend like inserting this into your top five, if it's authentic to you, which is a high interest in me. Like a girl should have a high interest in you you know, because, because there's just so many of them out there, it doesn't make sense to like, like if a girl's emotional avoidant or something like that, like, man, that, that's not, you can't work with that. So it's like a girl having a high interest in you should be like at least somewhere in the criteria because there's just too many beautiful ass women to be fucking with the ones that like, don't think that you're the shit. Yep. Right. Yep. Man, you, you give me so much value. I have to change my list immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change my list immediately because yeah. one of the things that I hate about women is when they, they start to play games, you know? For example, recently, uh, until recently, at least one woman reached out to me via uh, Instagram or WhatsApp or Facebook, you know? So when I told them, hey, are you free to get together, you know, mm -hmm. uh, either no response and they say, oh, I don't know, because of COVID, you know, whatever, because of Corona, you know. And I said, okay, I'm, uh, those women, I've, I have dated them in the past, you know. But they would, they they would tell you, man, volume, just more, vo more, 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 more volume. Right. right. That's Hell the yeah. solution. Practice makes perfect. Oh, I'm doing it right now. I realized on my okay Cupid that actually I haven't even looked at my matches. I've only looked at conversations. There's about 40, 50 on there. My man. <laughs> awesome, I'm copying and pasting the same thing. Tell me about yourself. What do you like to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey awesome, guys. Dude. So we're at, uh, we're basically at two fucking. Yeah, man, I got to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, let's just go ahead and wrap up. I really appreciate having you guys all meet up on a Saturday. So it's really oh. awesome that we could all get together like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm very really thankful for yeah, having these this opportunities. You know, I'm really thankful for meeting you guys. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor, you know. And I don't know. Same to you, man. Same yeah. to you. Same to you, man. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's, awesome. Seriously, it's been, it's been a blast, you know. I, I've enjoyed every second of this. Yeah, we should do this again. <laughs> All right, guys. Are you free to get together? Yeah, we're you free to get together. Hey, hey, we don't set we don't set dates on the on the first yes. date. Okay, we don't set the date. Okay, we don't do that. No, you have to play. I, I had a nice time. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait a week and then I'll try to set another definite date. Yes. All right. All right, guys. Have a good one. Oh, guys. Howdy, it's been a blast. Go. Good talking to y'all, man. I really wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who joined, but especially Shaquille, since it was his grand idea to host a large group like this. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking through it all. I really appreciate that as well. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.